Squad, I will be your host today. We are excited about getting to know the athlete. We care about the athlete, and they're more than an athlete. And today, the athlete that we have right now, but the person that's bigger than the athlete is Kanan, aka K9. What's up, my man? What's good, Les? I'm good. How y'all doing? Uh, start off by myself, Kanan Williams from Dallas, Texas. And hey, as we go through this, y'all are, y'all are get to know me more than just an athlete. Yes, sir. And what part of Dallas did you grow up in? I grew up in Oak Cliff. Oak Cliff, okay. Oak Cliff, Texas. Yes, sir. Yeah, I know a little bit about Oak Cliff. I like to go to Sweet Georgia Browns, man. You know what I'm saying? Sweet Georgia Browns. Sweet Georgia Browns, man. They got them big wings and big turkey wings. Oh, yeah. They stand out there. Sweet potato casserole. Sweet potato casserole. Is there any other place you like to eat there? Uh, Now it's Rudy's. Rudy's Rudy's. Chicken. That's that's probably the number one spot you need to go to if you ever visit Dallas, Texas. Yeah, Rudy's chicken. Yes, but I haven't been to Rudy's. I'm gonna try out Rudy's now, um, man. You know, uh, since we're talking about Oak Cliff, you know, let's mm-hmm. let's hear a little bit about your your life as a child. Like, did you always like playing football? Uh, starting out, yes. Um, speaking of speaking of starting out on football, my cousin, I was five years old, took us to one of the one of uh, it was the Oak Cliff 49ers to be exact. Okay, she took us to the field, introduced us to the coaches. And I just fell in love with it since, and I've been playing football since five years old. Since five years old. Since five. So, tell me, like, uh, what was your favorite thing to do at you know around five, six, seven? Like, what was your favorite game or uh, or activity outside? Growing up, I mean, we I I really wasn't like an outside kid until we moved. But growing up around that age, I was just in the house playing the game, chilling with my siblings, just living everyday life as yeah. a kid. I mean. What, what do you want to do at five years old as a kid? So, yeah, I mean, I was just chilling, just chilling. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I mean, it sounds like football has been a big, huge part of your life, you know, mm-hmm. since five years old or whatever, man. So what was your favorite food as a kid? Favorite food? Nachos. My mom would make them. Come on. And, and it's, it's quick and easy to make. My mom would make the best nachos. All we do is just tell her, hey, mom, we want some nachos. 30, 40 minutes later, yeah. you smell it, and it's already in there. We went straight in there and go get to it. So, yeah, my favorite food as a kid was really nachos. Nachos. And my mom would just make it just quick for us. Bro, my mom made nachos every Saturday, dude. She yeah, used to be the cheese. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Not the little can that you get at the game. Nah, you know, not it, that nah it's, it's Velveeta, yeah, Rotel, Velveeta, you know what I'm saying? Everything. Mix yeah, it yeah. Up, Me? Yeah. Meat, cheese, all that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So, um, Man, you know, middle school, high school, mm-hmm. uh, what was your favorite class? History. History. I'm not going to lie. Growing up, I, I had, my history teacher was actually one of my football coaches. Okay. So he was one of those coaches who he, he taught life lessons every day and brought it into history lessons. So okay. it, made me, it made me just think on a lot of stuff and it made me just realize that I actually liked history. Yeah. I mean, just learning about everything that happened in the past – I mean, that's, 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 that's good knowledge to, yeah. to have. So, yeah, that history, that was a good. I think, I mean, that's, man, dude, that's important. You need to know important. our history. Absolutely. You know, so, um, man, I heard that, you know, you spit bars a little bit. You know, you're an artist, you're doing music. I mean, when did you start? Like, what was the, 
Like, what what birthed the love of music? And did you always know that you wanted to be a rapper, or did someone inspire you? Or how'd it go? Uh, I can't even really put a time stamp on when I when I just fell in love with the, the art of making music. Yeah. But I would say my freshman year in high school, I have a friend back home in Dallas. His name was Norris. Well, his name is Norris. Yeah. And he he was one of those local rappers in, in, in Dallas. And as a football player, you know, we have all these friends. Yeah. So he came up to me and was like, hey, you should start making music. You got a voice for it. I was like, all right, let's, let's see what it is. And we was in the studio five, six hours making songs. And what? next thing you know. Dudes on the football team, or every game we go to, they playing my music through the phone. I'm like, okay, I see yeah. it. I, I see it. I see it. Yeah. I mean, that, I can't, but like I said, I can't really put the time stuff on when I just start making music. For yeah. Real. But, yeah. That's what's up, man, to be in the studio in high school. I mean, it says a lot because a lot of people want to mm-hmm. be a rapper. Mm-hmm. They want to do music, but to say, I'm actually. You know, get in the studio right. and I'm gonna make some music. Nah, uh, you procrastinate a lot because yeah. a lot of people don't realize making music that people would love and actually listen to is it, it takes time. You don't just sit up there and just say gibberish and yeah. somebody love it. You gotta actually be talking about something real for people to actually mm-hmm. listen to your music. Yeah, and a lot of cats don't understand that these days. Well, I tell a lot of people, like, for your three to five minutes of mm-hmm. listening pleasure, it's three to five hours. Right. You know, it takes that long to right. do a song. You right. got to produce. You got to get in the studio. got to be mixed, mastered, mm-hmm. and all that. So, okay. So, who's your favorite artist? My favorite artist? Who's your favorite artist? And then tell me the greatest rapper of all time. Mm. My favorite artist, as of today, NBA Youngboy, of course. Okay. But overall, all time. Greatest of all time. I'm going to have to say Wayne. Lil Wayne? Don't nobody spit like Wayne. Yeah. Wayne, now, you want to talk about somebody who can just go and say something on the track without, like, that time process is Wayne. He he will sit up there and freestyle 30 seconds, and he already got something hot. You you, you listen to it, and you like, how do he come up with this this fast? Yeah. But it's something he already has in his arsenal. So Yeah. Yeah, Wayne is Wayne. ridiculous. Wayne. Can't nobody. I mean, he said, I'll leave, I'll leave people dead in the living room. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I know a little bit about little Wayne, man. Wayne goes crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayne goes crazy. Yeah, yeah. So did you uh, draw inspiration from him? Because, like, uh, your, your day in high school mm-hmm. is when he was doing all the mixtapes and mm-hmm. the, giving out the free music and stuff like that. Well, me, Wayne, you can say, you can say Wayne was a big influence around, like, Louisiana because that's where he's from. Mm-hmm. But me... There's not a lot of artists that, that that makes it in Dallas. And so, really, I didn't find no inspiration behind Wayne, but I found, like, I would say, I would say like, a guidance. Like, Wayne guided me in order to make this type of music, in order to listen to these type of beats. Because if you listen to any Wayne songs, yeah. his beats are, aren't normal. Like, Wayne yeah. can spaz on any beat. Any beat. And so... Can you spaz on any beat? Nah, I ain't got it like that. It's gonna be your style, huh? It's yeah, gonna I be ain't your got style. it like that. It'll take me. I have to listen to a B five ten minutes, and I come back with something. Okay. Right. Well, shoot, man. Um, who was your favorite team? You know, like you know, in middle school, high school, you playing football. Who was your favorite NFL team? Okay, I, I don't really have a favorite NFL team. Okay, but I'm gonna always have to go with the home team. Dallas Cowboys. I mean, they they upset. They upset. Accident waiting to happen. They upset me this past game. But I mean, yeah, 
It's like, how could you not love the Cowboys? I mean, the Cowboys is the home team. It's my mom's favorite team. I grew up watching the Cowboys. Everything around my house is Cowboy memorabilia. So, yeah. I mean, the Cowboys is my yeah. I, I got to go with the Cowboys. I mean, here in Oklahoma, you know, we don't have an NFL team, so most people Dallas Cowboys. So, you bring up your mom, man. Um, so, I know I love my mom, bro. Right. So, like, tell us about your relationship with your mom, man. Uh, well, since... I'm the oldest out of four kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, that relationship started at an early age yeah. with my mom, and she's been the glue. She's been she's been everything to to keep my family the way the way it is right now. Yeah, and she she played a big part. She plays still to this day a big part of my life, and so I mean, yeah. my mom's my everything. So ain't nothing like a mother's love. Man. Ain't nothing like a mother's <laughs> yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got you, man. Hey, so um, you know. Speaking of that, uh, your love with your mom, man, mm-hmm. like, how was she with you playing football? You know, was she like, I mean, was she always supportive? Was she like, I don't want you hitting your head, you know, with other people, you know? You know, moms are different. Right. Dad's just like, right. hit hard. Mom is like, you don't have to hit so hard. See, my mom was the father figure in my life. So, yeah, same here. so she, y'all gonna do whatever it takes in order to be successful in what y'all love. Mm-hmm. So, my mom hitting. That's that's my that's my big thing. Like I like I love hitting. Like she was fond on us being physical. Like we have to be physical. Really? She, she raised us to become physical. Come on, have, mama. Yeah, no, I have I have three brothers. My mom has four boys and one girl. So we are all tough. Even my sister's tough. So, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. it's just how, how she raised us to be tough. Yeah. So, Did you and your siblings fight on the cook, like on the low? We 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 I wouldn't necessarily say fight. But fought, but we uh we 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 hash it out with our words. It, it, we know how to get under each other's skin. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. with words, that's 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 a big thing we did. So my man, we talked about you know uh, football and your mom and how she felt about it, mm-hmm. you know type thing. So tell us about like your recruiting process. You were in high school, you balling out, obviously. Um, what's some of the schools that that offered that gave you an offer? You know. Uh, uh, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah State. Um, okay. I know it's a long time. Colorado. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's that's all I can think of right yeah. now, on top of my head. But yeah, it was a long time ago. So, what made you uh, select Oklahoma State? I'm sure you did a visit, mm-hmm. came mm-hmm. to a game. So, like, uh, what made you choose Oklahoma State? Uh, for first, well, first, my uh, defensive back coach, he always told me. Go with the school who's showing you the most love because whoever's showing you the most love is showing the most interest in you. Mm-hmm. And at that time, it was Oklahoma State. And I came on a visit, an official visit here. And I want to say it's probably one of the most memorable times of my life here at Oklahoma State because everybody was so welcome. Yeah. And it, it felt like a, it felt more like a home more than just um, trans, like going to another school yeah. or just transitioning to another school. It, it felt like home here. And that's that's probably what led to my decision of committing here. And yeah. I'm still here to this day. Well, even as a fan, I mean, I, I could, that resonate with me because mm-hmm. I feel like I tell people um, the thing about us, you know, the the loyal and true is that right. you know we're all like family. Right. You know, it's like we right. all feel like family. It's like we're a small town. We all know each other. So that's super dope, man. So okay, so you you pick Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm assuming that you know you sign. Your letter of intent mm-hmm. or committed, you know, mm-hmm. at school. Tell us what that was like in that moment in front of all your peers. Uh, you know? Well, see, in, in Texas, well, everywhere, there's an early signing period. Yeah. And so I was one of those kids who, who 
who's who's fortunate enough to sign early, and just just going around the school knowing that um this big football play, big time football player with this big time commitment. I mean, everybody just. You could feel the love from everybody around us. Even people you never talked yeah, to, you probably never talked to. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that come out of Woodworth, you know. Yeah, giving you congratu- congratulations and all this stuff. But it was, it was, it was big. It was, it was great for me. It was good. Okay. I loved it. Yeah. So, boom. Let's think about this, man. You know, I'm going to OSU. Tell us what what it was like. One as a student. This is a two part question. Mm-hmm. And. When you was introduced to D one football, you go you go from high school where you the top dog, right? D one football. So tell us what was it like that transition Ooh. as a student and as a football player. Okay, well first we're gonna break down the student part. Okay, coming into college, probably one of the hardest things yeah. that I had to just just oh, I can't even explain it because it's 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 hard, and a lot of people may not see it this way. But it's hard coming from where I came from and the area where I came from, transitioning to this PWI, and I had to learn a lot of stuff, and I had to I had to quit a lot of stuff that I was doing back in high school. You know, like a lot of childish stuff. I had to I had to mature. Yeah, and a lot of people need to need to understand that when you're coming into college, it's it's a big maturity jump. Mm-hmm. So. Time management skills, going to class, waking up on your own, going to practice, everything is is you learn a lot in such a short amount of time. Yeah. And so, I, what I advise a lot of young dudes going into college their freshman year is to jump on the maturity ship now rather than waiting two years into college. Yeah. But it, it's hard trying to transition that that, that phase and with yeah. football on top. Well, of school, let's drop an anchor real quick because I think. It's very important for our listeners to mm-hmm. know and see that it's more to life right. and more to your everyday life than right. football. Right. You know, they, you know, we look at you all on the field mm-hmm. on a Saturday, but we forget that there's a um, a Sunday through Friday, yeah. right? And so, like you have, like you said, you had a transition coming from your background and mm-hmm. coming to this school, mm-hmm. and it's like I go from a school that is predominantly black, right? right. And then you get here, and you have to. Adjust on where you go. You at this big campus, man. One class is over here. The next class is way over here. Yeah. So I think that's it's good for people to hear your perspective on mm-hmm. that. So you had a learning curve yeah. when you got here, most definitely. And then on top of that, now let's answer the football question. Now, while you got all that going on, mm-hmm. now you get baptized in the football. Tell me, tell me what that was like. It was it was hard. I'm not gonna lie, it was hard. Yeah, because the the, the, the weight. The, the everything, everything. It starts from ground zero. Everything starts over. Yeah. Now you're at this. Now you're at this this Division One football program with 40, 50 other guys, either the same as you or better than you. Yeah. So that oh, it, it's hard. It's real life, like legit hard trying yeah. to balance football with school. Yeah. And, and like you said, people think it just start on Saturdays. Nah. Nah. It starts. It starts months, months, and months before. Like right now. Like yeah, right now we're at, we're in winter program. Yeah. And we 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 get up at five o'clock in the morning and start working out from five till I want to say like seven. After that, we, we we get a little break. You know, they have to give us a break in between. Yeah. Other, yeah. Unless our body is gonna be 
dead. <laughs> and so you know you don't yeah. want you don't want to go through that. And so yeah. they give us a break, and we have to be right back up at the stadium with practice meetings. It's it's, it's a lot. It's not just wake up on Saturdays, go on the field, and we play. Yeah. Uh, it, it takes more than that. Yeah. It's more than just playing on Saturdays. It's a lot of in-between stuff that people don't realize or see. Well, that's why we call y'all student-athletes. Right. I mean, you balance of being a student and an athlete. Right. And that's like both – it's like two full-time jobs at one time, right? Just just like two full-time jobs. Yeah. So so tell me, do you remember the moment that you was like, welcome to D1? Did you get hit? Did you hit somebody? Was it? Did you see a collision with someone else? Did you have a man? This like everyone is good. See, with me coming here, I seen a lot. I seen a lot of older dudes that that was in the same position that I was. Yeah. So that hit me to thinking like, okay, they are more experienced than I am. They're bigger than I am, faster, stronger. So I had to compete with that, and that that would actually hit me because it's like you know a lot of kids go into their freshman year thinking. I'm going to start or all this. Yeah. It's, it's not that easy yeah. because you have a lot of dudes who's, like I said, either the same as you or better than you. Hungry. So, yeah, hungry. And, that, and that's the number one thing. You have to be hungry to compete for Division One football. It's, and, and NFL. It's, yeah. it's a lot of stuff that you have to compete for, not just going up, showing up, and, oh, I'm a starter. Nah, yeah. Nah, it's, it's not that hard because this is my fifth season with OSU, and I play primarily special teams. But now with a lot of the guys, a lot of older guys that we got leaving, I'm, I have a potential starting spot. But it's not – I'm not going to just let back and relax. And yeah. knowing that I got that, I'm, I'm, no I'm hungrier than ever now. Yeah. So, I mean – So, I, I want to tell you, man, you know, I'm, I'm a huge OSU fan, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of y'all, every sport. And one thing I noticed about you, bro <laughs> – <laughs> you love contact. I'm like it. this dude. Listen, bro. The play will pretty much be over, almost over. Right. And I'm like, how did K9 not get a lay hit? You go flying into the force. So that's what I'm about to ask. Like, is that natural? Do you love the contact? Are you like you just all gas no brakes? Right. I'm like this dude. You could be on the other side of the field. You're going to make sure that you're somehow involved in that play. Of course. I mean, I live for it, yeah. especially since, like I said, I, I primarily play special teams. I have to find some way to get my name out there. I yeah. have to find some way to get more people to recognize me. So if, if it's yeah, I'm 30 yards down the field and it's one guy up to stopping a, a tackle or stopping a touchdown, I'm going to try my hardest to go yeah. to go get him. And like we can, we can take a look back at Tulsa game, for example. Yeah. The block with LD. In my head, I was thinking like, that was a big block. in my head, I'm thinking, should I get this kicker or should I should I get the dude who's trying to tackle him? And in my head, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go all out and lay everything on the line and I'm going to do my best to get him in that end zone and look how it turned up. Come on, man. Yeah. I think everyone remembers that for real. Like, yeah. like that needs to be on the poster. <laughs> so yeah, It uh, needs to be somewhere. You were at number 12. Is there a reason why you were number 12? Uh, That's not a reason because I was two in high school uh-huh. uh, before I came. Coaches ask me, "Do you feel like uh, there's a number that you that you want or that that you would like to have?" And me being a guy I am, I told the coach, "I don't care what number I get, as as long as as I'm, as I'm making a statement in that jersey." So mm-hmm. I mean, twelve is, is is just a number. I mean, it stuck with me. Yeah, it, it got me through. It got me to where I am today. So Here we, I mean, go. We, we might stick with it. All right, my man. So we're in the vein of football right now, and we know that you got another year. Cracking heads. Mm-hmm. Like, what's your mindset going into this last season? Uh, my mindset, 
it's really kind of the same as it's been since I got here. Just, just all gas, no brakes. I mean, you can't let off because if you let off, something might happen. And so I don't, I don't, I don't want to jinx that. So I'm gonna just keep doing the same thing I've been doing since my freshman year. Just, just keep going, all gas, no brakes. Here we go. And you was like you were saying that some positions are open, so like you're gonna be fighting for that position, making yeah. sure you're on that field. Yeah. I mean, I, I have to. I've been here too long to not want something out of out of it. So yeah. I, I got to give it my all. If I don't, I mean, I just wasted my time. Got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. So like, um, as a leader, um, are you the type of player that um, you take the young people up under your wing, mm-hmm. or are you the you know? You know, let's be real. Mm-hmm. It's sports. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you going to be the one that's going to be kind of giving them a hard time? Or are you the one that's like, you give them a hard time and help them? Right. Or do you help them? You take them? Or you right. look for that player? Like, what type of leader are you with the... The type of leader I am, is it, 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 base, it bases off the type of person I am. A lot of young kids will tell you that I, I, I bring everybody up under my wing. Like, we, we all are family. So I'm yeah. going to make sure you feel comfortable coming into this program the same way somebody made me feel my freshman year coming in. Yeah. So I, I know I know that feeling. I know a lot of dudes probably are nervous and needed somebody to look to or needed somebody to just, just, just be friends with them or be cool with them. Me, I'm that type of person who I'm going to take you under my wing. I'm going to show you the ropes. I'm going to show you the steps. I'm going to make sure you, you your head is on straight. So when you leave here, you're going to say that Kanaya was one of those ones who, who helped me my four years, five years being here. Come on, man. That's leadership right there. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. I love it. I mean, because the, the next one coming in, like you said, they're nervous. They're wondering what it's going to be like right. and all that, man. So now, man, you know, we go, we're going to transition. Um, we have something called this or that, right? Okay. And I need you to, like, pop off the answer as quick as you can. I'm going to stick with you, man. You know, this is a point-based system. Oof. We got to see how many points you get, and uh, you have 30 seconds to take this Mm. Or that. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Nike or Adidas? Nike. Snickers or Twix? Twix. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Phone calls or texts? Texts. Michael Jordan or LeBron James? LeBron. Passenger or driver? Driver. I like to drive. Ketchup or ranch? Ranch. Night or morning? Night. Passenger or driver? Driver. Coffee or tea? Tea. Dogs or cat? Dogs. Dinner or breakfast? Breakfast. Rich friend or loyal friend? Loyal. Boom. There we go. Oh, All right. <laughs> you got 13, my man. You got 13. That was a, hey, that last question right there, rich friend or loyal friend? I need Come on. Yeah, man, we need to be loyal. So, man, it's been an honor, an amazing time hanging out with you. I feel like, you know, as a fan, mm-hmm. as a guy that's, helping the atmosphere here at the game, dude. Like, you bring a lot to our school. Right. So I want to say, you know, in front of everyone that we appreciate you being you. I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody. I appreciate the whole city of Stillwater. There we go. I appreciate Oklahoma State. Come on, man. That's love, man. So yeah. uh, let's tell everyone how they can find you. Like, you know, what's your mm-hmm. social media handles? Mm-hmm. And if they want to listen to your music, if they want to follow you on social media, give them all that information. Well, my social media handles, everything is under Kanaya Williams, K-A-N-I-O-N, Williams. Uh, my music, if you want to listen to my music, go give it a listen at Neighborhood Black, N-E-I-G-H-B-O-R-H-O-O-D-B-L-A-C-K. And, yeah, you can find me under that, everything. Bet that I need everyone to go follow my man. 
My name is Les. Nevertheless, Thomas has been an honor serving you with the Brand Squad. We are out. Yes, sir. Oh,